Man Up, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. And now, it's time to Man Up. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. I am Joe Stopulis, and today I am joined by Bear Wozniak to discuss his newest book, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? Let us start in prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God. Cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prove the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bear Wozniak, for those who have been longtime listeners to the show, name you should recognize, back to the Father Zach days, uh, had him on early on, and it was a, a great episode. And I, I vividly remember when Father Zach was trying to describe tandem surfing. Uh, when he was trying to describe what it is that uh, that Bear did in competition and how amazingly difficult this feat was. Well, we had I, I had him on, I think, two or three times now. And today he's written a new book uh, called Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? And I've had a chance to, to this, this material in the book that I've had a chance to read through is exactly what I think needs to be talked about, is this idea of of masculinity in a positive sense of, of the, many of the great many of the great features of, and again, he uses this analogy of the Cowboys, um, but of of masculinity as it's been known in the positive sense of when men were truly leaders of of their families, of their communities. And how can we re-enkindle this today? Uh, obviously, I talk about this. I'm about to start my Heroic Fatherhood series, and this is a major problem. Uh, and it's something that we, as Catholic men, we need to be in the forefront of this. We need to be the shining light in the hill, the example of what true, authentic masculinity looks like. And Bear has written a book uh, that I'm going to discuss on the other side of this break that really dives into that, uh, that dives into this mentality uh, of hard work and dedication and self-sacrifice. So we're going to head to a short break. Stick around, and we'll be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, an authorized independent agent for Walmart Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Iowa, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Learn more at 515-226-2111 or cindyschulte.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Westgate Dental, offering cosmetic, family, implant, and general dentistry. Located at 1073rd Street, Suite 1 in West Des Moines, just behind Dowling Catholic High School. Learn more at westgatedentalia.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. Ashworthvision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Support for programming provided by Dr. David Ball at Des Moines Eye Surgeons, your total eye care specialist, specializing in cataracts and glaucoma care. Des Moines Eye Surgeons, 515-225-3546 or dmisurgeons.com. Thank you to our business partner, Matt Moffat, offering Fiber New Restoration Services. Eco-friendly and mobile, Matt can come to your home or business to repair, restore, and renew damaged leather, plastic, vinyl, fabric, and upholstery. Learn more at fibernew.com slash altuna-des Moines. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from John Leonetti, EOS Implementer, the entrepreneurial operating system, helping businesses and organizations clarify, simplify, and achieve their vision. John.Leonetti at EOSWorldwide.com. Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at GoldenRulePHC.com. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. Excited today to have on Bear Wozniak to discuss his new book, 12 Rules for Manliness. Where have all the cowboys gone? Bear, it's been a while, but it's good to have you back on the show, brother. I always like to be with my Iowa uh, uh, brothers and sisters uh, where the real men are. My, my son was actually stationed there for a while. He worked for FEMA and he was dealing with... I don't know which which uh, flood, but which um, name your flood? Choose a flood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Flood. But I love you know when we go through the Midwest. My wife says, "Here's where the real men are." You know, she she knows. She likes. I love it. it. I well, and I think speaking of real men, you were one of our first guests, or at least the first year. I just did an episode, kind of recounting uh, the. Uh, this is our. We're just in the three hundredth episode area. Um, wow. And you were one of the first ones, and back with my co-host, Father Zach. So you're talking about real men. Uh, I, I vividly remember when in that episode, when Father Zach was trying to recount your tandem surfing and how <laughs> how cool and how manly that was. So, uh, no, we, we are blessed to have, you know, in, in Iowa, they still have a lot of that farm spirit. And I think that plays into where we're going. I'll tell you, this book, this is the book I wanted to write, Bear. You wrote it for me. So thanks yeah, for saying I- mine, brother. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my, well, my wife, 12 Rules for Manliness, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? I was writing a book for 20 rules or 24 rules, but I just kind of got too, verb, too, too much and so kept it to 12. But the subtitle, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? My wife gave me that title. We were, we were riding along the beach here in Waikiki by Diamond Head, and she said, you're going to love this song. And she turned up the radio, and it was Paula Cole, and she was singing, you know, you make the money, I'll raise the kids. And at some point, she, the line goes, where is my John Wayne? Where have all the cowboys gone? And I think I, women love this book. I've been interviewed a lot by women about this book. They love it for themselves to read because it helps them understand how men are wired. But they want their daughters to read this to know what a real man is, and they want to. And 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 women and women and husbands are reading it together, which is very interesting. And fathers are reading it with their sons. So what uh what year was that song written roughly? I, I think it was a while ago. I, I really don't know. Yeah, it's been a. Like, my point is, like, it was written probably in the seventies, eighties. I mean, it's yeah, been a. Yeah, we need. We need it's, a, it's an older song. Point yeah. is, how much, how much worse has it gotten since, since that time? Right. I mean, she's lamenting this fact that you know this this provider, this protector man, no longer exists. Uh, and yeah. and here we are in twenty twenty three, and it's like, yeah, I mean, they are gone. It's a. It's a. You know, there, I'll, I'll tell you what, um, it happened because we let it happen. We're not victims of, of anything, but when, but when a man, uh, uh, basically you going back to that time frame. I think it's back in the day when, when the pill came up, came out and, uh, women were under this pressure of these, these coquettish men saying, Oh, if you really love me, you would have sex with me. And when that happened, the whole, concept of John Paul II's writings, his first writings were love and responsibility. When a man can have sex and call it love, 
you know, outside of marriage without any responsibility, it, it's, it's to the detriment of the man. And, and of course, all of society, because where the, where the men goes, how, how society goes. So I think it goes back to then Thomas Aquinas said the, the, the his definition of an effeminate man was a man who seeks pleasure. Mm. And, and you can't have love without responsibility. I mean, l- l- the greatest example of someone being super responsible is Jesus coming and, and, uh, and, and to rescue us. And, uh, and the greatest, he said, no, a man can have no greater love than to lay down his life for his friends. So, yeah, I think that's where it derailed. And so we let it happen. Men, men brought it on themselves by, by I think, really the so-called sexual revolution. Well, and I think, first off, I did a, a quick check. It's 1996. I was off. I, 70s, 80s, 90s, it's 90s. So, so write that down for future when somebody calls that's you out. That's still a long way. That's still come a long ways. I would I would agree with that. I still think obviously the technology revolution hit right around ninety six, right? And so you look uh, at this. This is, this is where I and I thought a lot about this subject in particular. Bear, uh, you know, I did a series last or this this year on John Senior and the the philosophy of John Senior, who was this uh, professor here in the he moved to the Midwest and he was from the East Coast and he literally moved his life to Wyoming so he could literally live this cowboy thing out because he understood the virtues of the cowboy uh, and he never wow. he never let that go. And wow. he was, he talked often about how that, that the virtue that came from that, from being close to the land, from living without technology or without much technology not, and having the technology use that you're using it, it's not using you. Right. And where, where I'm going with this is obviously the technology re- revolution has taken place. You and I are, are on zoom right now. We're discussing this thing uh, on the internet. My job and most of our jobs today are, are very based in this world of technology. You have to be on email, all these things. And less and less do we have jobs that are, I'm going to go out, I'm going to physically do this thing. And then because of that thing, I'm going to provide for my family, right? Those don't, those don't happen as much anymore. Those opportunities aren't there as much anymore. And so I think as we've lost that, right? So if you look in the 1800s, early 1900s, you worked with your hands. There was this, I go out, I do the thing. I come back, I feed my family. Yeah. It was inherently there, right? And so today, it's as if we have to manufacture that, right? So we have to go. If we, we have to, we yeah. have to though. We need to. Yeah. So talk. Right. To, so how, how do we do that? Well, I'm going to say the number one impact of technology is pornography. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that was the greatest, uh, the greatest push for the internet was was porn, and it's, it's one more. I, I know I'm kind of focusing, I guess, on this today, but but that that uh, attack on men weakens and shames them and, and neuters them and makes them, well, I don't need to go. I don't need to put up with having to take care of a woman. I can just, or taking care of a woman. I mean, I guess that's what their mentality is. I don't have to deal with that kuleana, as we say in Hawaii, that responsibility. And they just, they can just go that route uh, of, 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 of neutering themselves through pornography and objectifying women instead of making them the subject of love, as John Paul II would say. Pornography is not that you see too much of a woman; it's that you see too little of a woman. You really don't see her soul. But as far as the t- as far as the technological thing, I think it's like a gun in a man in a person's hand. It depends on how, who's using the gun, you know. Um, but you do need to, like for myself. We love Facebook. It's a great place to be out in the marketplace, uh, uh, social media, to be out there and to be ministering. But I uh, people will sometimes message me on that app. I never see it. I don't really use the app. Uh, we have our social media people that distribute our distribute the word of God through social media. And from time to time, I'll go in there and check on these friends that I haven't seen for years. And it's wonderful. But 
I, I really don't have the um, disposition to go and uh, check my Facebook. Now, you know what we have instead, though? Speaking of the opposite side, uh, at deepadventure.com, we have the Man Cave. It's a non-Facebook community of men. And we have the, the three-year school of manliness that fathers go through. We all go through together, but they can also lead their, their sons through. And the single moms especially see it as a resource. So it's, it depends on who's got the gun in their hand. You yeah. know, what's, what's and and Bishop, Bishop Barron talks oftentimes about how St. Paul would have been using the Internet, right? Like how if the Internet was was around, he would be using it to spread the word of God. Obviously, right. people in it, but we're going to have to, we have to use it. Right. And so, you know, I think as I, as I look through the contents of your book here, I, you know, I got to thumb through it a little bit. And as I've said, it's kind of the book I want to write, you know, write I, it, write it. You no, know, you already did. It's done. Thanks. I'll have you on my show. No, you know, Father Bryce Lundgren, uh, the Catholic cowboy priest, yep. wyomingcatholic.com. Yep. I, I had him on my show and I said, you need to write a book. So I got it with my publisher. He got his book done the Catholic cowboy way before I got mine out. <laughs> I think, I think you got to do it. I think there's a lot of room there in that genre. You well, again, you, so I've been wanting to do, and this will be a little, maybe I, I in my head, I have these show ideas that I want to have done. And one oh. of them, I have this, I don't know, be a series or one show or whatnot. We got to go off on a little tangent of it right now, but it's doing hard things. Yes. Doing hard things makes us better people. So if you think about all the accomplishments in your life, uh, yeah. the ones that you're most proud of probably were not things that happened easily. They're things that took that, that you had to strive ardently for. Yeah, you know, when we were riding our motorcycles, you know, our TV show Long Ride Home on EWTN, the new series, by the way, all filmed in Hawaii is airing now. And it's available on Prime Video also. But uh, but I was riding with uh, Tony Orban through Cape May, where the Coast Guard is freezing rain and we get to a stop so i barely can stop because of the, the road conditions and he looks over at me and lifts his visor and he says why do we love this so much so men kind of come factory loaded to face adversity that's that part of that heroic urge in us but i was talking to someone the other day and he was dealing with some issues yeah it's funny today i keep talking about the whole pornography thing, but he was dealing with that sin of pornography. He was betraying his wife in that area. And I said, you know what? It's a matter of discipline. It's a matter of focus. I, I suggested to him two things. It's prayer that overcomes that. The second thing is, why not Why not uh, get physically disciplined? Because he was overweight, not a shape. And I said, you know, that discipline that you deal, like when I pedal my bicycle across the United States or I paddled the Molokai Channel 35 miles, the most treacherous, one of the most treacherous channels in the world, um, it, it was a more of a matter of will than of physical feet. It was a discipline to do one more paddle stroke, one more pedal stroke. So you can actually gain the virtue of coraggio, of fortitude uh, from the outside in by choosing to do hard things. In Hawaii, Joe, you'll love this. There's a word, emua. Just the word sounds powerful. And it doesn't mean just strength. Emua, it means strength moving forward. So we can train in the virtues and we must go through adversity. Uh, John Wayne said, I quote him in my book, you're born a boy, but you got to become a man. And right. you only become a man by taking on kuleana, by taking on responsibility, which of course is that, you know, you don't get to become a man without adversity. It just, you just don't, that doesn't happen. Well, two things. First off, I hope you're giving John Wayne his Iowa credit every time you quote him. Okay. So make sure you're, you're wait a minute. John Winterset, Wayne went to Iowa. said Iowa. He's born and raised in Winterset, Iowa. And and my and I quote Louis L'Amour all the time in my book, you know, the great Western author. I've got a hundred you can see his books behind me. My early church fathers are way far back, but below that is my Louis L'Amour Westerns. 
all of his men were virtuous. The women were strong. Uh, so we got we got North Dakota with Louis Lamar. We got Iowa. That's where all the men are. That's where all the yeah, exactly are. exactly. I'm trying to think of how long he was here, but we have the museum and all the stuff. Yeah, so don't worry. We're, oh I, yeah, I, oh, well, I Fact we, my, my wife was a cowgirl, you know, so she, we all, we watch Westerns. But again, back to this idea that you used to basically your hand was, you had no choice, but to have fortitude in some extent, right? Like you would uh-huh. survival of the fittest. If you didn't do the thing, if you didn't do hard work, if you didn't survive the long winters, if you didn't do these things, you wouldn't survive. You wouldn't be able to thrive in today's world. We've made it so that. Um, we can, and you have the quote in your book, you know, soft men make for soft times, soft men make for tough times, tough times make for tough men, and then tough men make for soft times. It's this, yeah. this cycle. Whereas if you have hard times, you're, you're, you're forced to become a I man. You're, you have this, um, it's forced upon you to, to become a man, yeah. you know, in, in today's yeah. world, you can, you can literally go through it without doing almost you don't have to get married. You, you don't have to leave the house to get your groceries, you know, or to get your food or to work. You don't really have to yeah. do anything. You know, for myself, I'm a CPA. So I have to, I have to uh, determine And one of my chapters is fitness to witness. If you're going to fulfill your mission, mission in life, you basically, you need to get physically fit. And most people have relatively sedentary jobs compared to what, what it was uh, back, you know, a hundred years ago. So I, I, I have a dis- discipline. I, I swim for an hour every day. That's a lot of where my prayer time is, is I'm out treading water in the in the deep or a really fun place where the waves are boil, kind of boil up and I'm being lifted. And, and but I'm not really surfing. I'm in a really very unique place in Waikiki that very few people even know about, even though it's right in Waikiki. And I spend my hour, I, I do my walk to the beach, of course, there. And then I spend about an hour Treading water. That's where I do my. That's where I do my um, my prayer time, and I do my surfing and all that stuff. But I have a workout regimen to to keep to to uh, compensate for the fact that I'm uh, sitting at my desk writing books and 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 uh, and I'm doing corporate tax returns. You know, yeah, but we're but well, we're called for that, right? I mean, God created us as physical beings, right? So yeah. this is it's very biblical that we need to get out and do that. And to the extent, back to this point I made earlier, the world has changed. Our jobs have changed. It's it's now possible, as you just pointed out, to literally never leave your house. And so because of these things, we must force ourselves to be active in some capacity. And, and I've, I've had many shows on, on fitness and the importance of fitness and what we can do to get into it. Um, but again, that is something where you have to you're no longer forced to do fitness, right? I don't have to go. Even the farmer today doesn't necessarily, they yeah. have the to do oh, it for I was, them. Right? Well, I was looking at some of the new equipment. Crazy. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I think it was a, it was a harvesting, I think, uh, corn, but it's just amazing. It's yeah. GPS. Everything's done GPS. It's incredible. You can but, sit in your house and do it, probably use a drone type, uh, some sort of mechanism to guide your tractor. And so no, even, I know the farmers, even the farmers have to figure out a way to do hard things that they once didn't have to do. Not, I mean, yeah. they have, they have, they're obviously out in nature more than I am and whatnot. No, I was um, with, like, I met a guy the other day from Lincoln, Nebraska over here and he would leave. We don't like them. We don't like them. T- yeah. Well, he, they're coming, <laughs> they're making a comeback with Matt rule as their football coach. He used to coach for <laughs> Baylor where I went, but he looked like a, one of those big corn fed guys that knew how to throw hay around, dude. He was big and strong. Well, hey, I got about four minutes left, and I want you yeah. have a chapter on children. Uh, this is really important to me because I believe the coddling of the children, especially our boys, is what's led to a lot of the issues we have today. And so, I'll let you just go nuts on that. You know, what would you? How how can we as fathers uh, inculcate some of these difficult things and uh, in our in our boys? Well, I think one thing is is get involved in their lives. I mean, I used to always take one of my kids with me wherever I went. 
uh, if I was going to the hardware store, wherever I was doing, if I was running errands, I'd always bring one of them. That was my chance to have one-on-one -on -one time with them. But don't just take them to the soccer field. By the way, I used to always play a, throw a football around at the soccer practices because I wanted to let them know this is what you really are supposed to be doing. But if you're, you know, <laughs> get your, your son involved in sports and uh, – but don't just, you know, show up, but also coach or assistant coach if you don't have the, the time. But teach your men like they're in Iowa, you know, teach them to hunt, te teach them to fish um, and um, and get them to help you with the yard work. I remember when I was a kid, when I was, I think I was eight years old when I was pushing the lawnmower. And I remember when I had my son at 10 years old pushing the lawnmower, the neighbor came over and said, that's just not right. And, and uh, you know, it's kind of like a little upscale community. And, uh, and, uh, but I, I, no, I think they need to have their, their responsibilities. So, and I, you know, I always, I always used to go uh, hiking with my sons and, uh, take them up into the mountains at night, quite regularly after sun, about sunset up in the mountains when we lived in Southern California, I get them up in the mountains after about an hour up into the mountain there. Uh, and say, where, where, where are all the lights of the city? You can't see them. Where is it? Why you're the only one seeing this view because you worked hard to get there. Yeah. And yep. then I trained all my all my children, my daughter too, uh, in martial arts. I'm a second degree ninja black belt, so I trained them all, and I got to t I asked them all to go at least halfway to black belt, and I got to test two of them in their black belt. So I was very engaged with them, even physically. So and wrestle with your sons. Play. I love what we you said about earlier before we started about how you play catch. You know, having your son run routes, and 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 so, and dads, you should run routes too. No. Yeah, I, I, and the other thing is, in addition to that, Football obviously being route. active yeah. with them, act, being active with them, but there's some level of we we need to give them a level of danger that they don't that that the world is yeah. keeping from them. And I think they, I, I've gone on this really, uh, I don't know, scorched earth thing on the parks, <laughs> the parks that are being created in my hometown or my town oh. that I live in, in, in West Des Moines here. Like there, everything is neutered. You, there, a kid couldn't yeah. get hurt if they tried and yeah. you go, and they can't have, they also can't have fun. So you can't have fun because they've neutered it yeah, all. We used to get it. We were, man, they were look like our parents are trying to kill us, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah you know, but my point is, yeah, that's, they need to understand, they need to be able to take yeah. risks and understand risks and reward. And I think that's a, uh, that's a really important thing that that we as parents need to to give our kids enough. And you know, so your book, Twelve Rules, there's another Twelve Rules book, right? The Jordan Peterson Twelve Rules book, and in it, one of the chapters is like allowing kids to do dangerous things. Let them skateboard. Yeah. Like, let well, them do things. Yeah, my son Jeremiah had a, you know, messed up his knee skateboarding. I've, I've skydived with two of my sons as soon as they were of age. Um, uh, and uh, and and uh, surfing is a great rite of passage for young men in, in our world because uh, there's a point when they're out and they're playing in the water, but then the, when the first big surf day comes, that they paddle out. And like I told my son one day, my oldest, one day I'm going to be out here surfing on a big day. I'm going to look over to my side, and you'll be and you'll be and there. You will be. You'll have paddled out, and it didn't happen much more after that. Maybe within a few months. And it's kind of a rite of passage. Yeah. Now, but, those, but even those don't exist anymore. Like, so we need to have, all right, can I keep you yeah. around for the next break? I did like a three minutes. Can I keep you on for another three minutes after yeah, this? Absolutely. Break? Okay. Yeah, we got to head to short break. Bear will be with us when we come back. Stick around. We'll be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte, offering insurance products for farm, ranch, machinery, livestock, and much more. It's your future. Let's protect it. Cindy's phone number is 515-226-2111. 
Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Des Moines, where empowering individuals and strengthening families have been the cornerstone of care for a century. Services for neighbors in need include a food pantry, professional counseling, emergency family shelter, and refugee resettlement. At Catholic Charities, lives are transformed and you can be part of the mission. To learn more about how to help Catholic Charities fulfill Christ's promise of help and hope, visit catholiccharitiesdm.org. Support for programming provided by Trappist Caskets, a work of the monks of New Mallory Abbey in Piasta, Iowa. Embracing an honest approach to death can more readily affirm the real meaning of life. Trappist Caskets and urns are made in the prayerful environment of the monastery using Iowa-grown wood from the Abbey's sustainable forest. Each casket and urn is blessed by a monk. Quietly laboring with their hands for 175 years, the monks offer workmanship at the pinnacle of woodworkers' craft, available for immediate delivery or as a part of a pre-planning program. Learn more at trappistcaskets.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Bozen the Florist. Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, weddings, whatever the message, say more with Bozen. Bozen.com, 515-244-ROSE. Bozen makes the moment mean more. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Fitness by Design, your neighborhood fitness studio. Located in Des Moines, offering PH or fitness classes, private and semi-private training, beamer, and massage. Learn more at fitnessbydesigndm.com, 515-770-3844. Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I still have Bear Wozniak here with me. Uh, we couldn't get, we, you know, we, as you imagine with the two of us, we're going to be off track pretty fast. So a couple <laughs> more minutes, a couple more minutes left here. And you know, we're done talking about obviously how to help, how to help our kids have those rites of, rites of passage and do tough things. In this book, you cover a, a myriad of different things. I'm curious, you know, in the last couple of minutes, is there something else you want to touch on as far as why people should pick this book up? Mm. Well, I think we, I think in the book, I talk about uh, having a purpose in life. Uh, and, and it's not a self-help book. I love Jordan Peterson's books and there's others like that, but there's something really missing in those books. And that is this, it's grit, but there's also grace. You need the personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, you know, it's what makes the sap rise within our soul and makes us what a real man is. We're not talking about being macho. We're talking about being servant leaders. We're talking about humility. So a true man then would be a man like a powerful horse. A horse, his horses will ride right into a, 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 a battle, you know, because their rider told them to. They'll ride right into a spear, you know, because their rider told them to. Men need to be like that powerful horse, um, being meek, being responsive to the Lord's will and to the Holy Spirit's leading is is not weakness. Don't mistake that meekness of that war horse with weakness. It's a powerful, powerful, uh, God's made us to be powerful uh, people. We're made in his image and he's given us all these gifts and talents and, and my, we're made in his image. But it, it's of no use to try to pick yourself up by your bootstrap and be some macho man that's super successful. And in the end, he's only, he's only, you know, he's, he's reaches a dead end. It's grit and grace. We need to have the fire of the Holy spirit in our lives. We need to have that, that, that the docility of a war horse to be responsive to, to the rider. And that to me would be uh, God, the, the Lord. So we need to have that personal relationship with Jesus or, or the grit alone is just, just so much macho yep. BS. Yep. And there's, and I've had, I've had conversations on that. There, there are books I've read by, you know, Navy SEALs and stuff that have a lot of these 
things, but they're missing the most important part, which is that relationship with Christ. You mentioned Amen. meekness. The best, the best uh, definition I've heard of that is strength under control. And I think when you look at that, that's what we as men need. We need to be the guys who have the strength. Don't use it unless, unless we need it. Right. Unless we're mm-hmm. called upon to protect those who need it. Right. And that's, yeah. we're not there to, to, as you said, lord it over people, but we have the ability if needed uh, to protect those who need well, it. So like one of my chapters is a man needs to be dangerous. And I talk about that on three different levels. We can talk about that another time, perhaps. Well, I appreciate the time today. It's 12 rules for manliness. Where have all the Cowboys gone? You can get it online. Mayor Wozniak, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you all for joining me today. I'm man up on IO Catholic radio. I am Joe Stopulus. It's time to man up man up inspiring men to live out their call to holiness. I want to say-